I'm Brittany Wilson. I'm Nia Wasink, and you're listening to The The Nonprofit Nonprofit Reframe. Because we know that nonprofits and their staff are undervalued, under-resourced, and unrelenting. Welcome back to The Nonprofit Reframe. Happy Monday, folks. We are back. It is May 10th. We have real microphones, no China in sight. (laughs) China closet. Again, I'm still just, I need to go visit and see what this thing looks like in person. My grandmother would love to meet you, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome back to Colorado, Nia. We missed you. Oh, thank you. It feels good to be home. My, uh, My cats have full separation anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're dealing with that day by day. Um, also for anybody who has ever left the house in a hurry, let's just say you're, you're, you've got an appointment, you run out and you know how things then maybe get a little messed up, do that, but know that you're leaving for a family emergency and then come back three weeks later, you will know where nothing is. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Well, I had the pleasure of being there at your house, shoving things into your backpack while you were rushing around to get out the door. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, I got to Michigan um, and discovered that what I had packed was an absolute hodgepodge of disaster. Um, Somehow I had packed four scarves. I, I didn't need four scarves whatsoever. Four scarves. Four scarves. Um, the only bottoms I had were athletic or <laughs> dress capris, like for work. N- nothing in between. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, and no undershirts whatsoever. So uh, placed a target order real quick um, and that fixed that. But I'm my house is still in a level of disarray um, that is not super comfortable, but I am handling it. Well, there's always a transition process when you come back from a big trip like that. Um, I mean, this is very different circumstances, but when we left for um, quite some weeks over the holidays and we came back, we had a busted sewer line. That's true. You did. So you never know what surprises are waiting for you. (laughs) Very much so. Yeah. It's been a transition. Glad I had the weekend to handle things as much as I can and thrilled, thrilled to be back on the podcast today. I saw the picture that you sent me of one of your cats laying on your head. Yep. Mm-hmm. So do you, I just imagine you falling asleep and them all crawling on top of you and falling asleep. Yeah. The one cat in question Riggs, um, is my neediest of cats. And so when, whenever I have been sedentary in the last three day, three days, he is on top of me with his nose on my nose. Mm. That, that's his preference. Mm-hmm. But even this morning, like I was sitting at the kitchen table, coffee, breakfast, he has like wrapped himself around my arm. Aww. Like you will never leave me again. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that, yep. My cat did something very similar and still does. Mm-hmm. Um, constantly in fear of me leaving, but also um, wanting to keep me at arm's length, yep. not show too much affection and seem like they need me that much. Right, right. <laughs> Lovely. 
Um, so today we we released our episode that we recorded before your daughter's birthday party. And so I know our listeners are going to be very curious. How did it go and who got to sit next to her? Well, here's the fun part. Really, everybody did because we had our own movie theater it was so cute. They all came in and they sat down and they were all real quiet. And then I had to remind them that, no, we have this entire movie theater. You can move around. You can go down to the front row and sit there for five minutes and then move up top. And my one daughter, my youngest daughter did cartwheels down like at the, at the bottom where the screen <laughs> is. <laughs> awesome. And then I said, you can yell things, you know, if you don't like something in the movie, you could say boo or so it was, it was really funny. They were all moving around. In fact, I spent the majority of the movie just counting because they kept <laughs> leaving. They kept leaving to, you know, go to the bathroom or to go get, they probably drank $500 in slushies. Oh like my God. Refills. And they kept being like, we're going to go refill it. I'm like, I don't know if there's pre refills on those. And I thought, well, they'll tell you if there's not. <laughs> so they just like, yeah, that was the one fail is that, um, and I told most of the parents about this is that it, it happened to fall over the dinner hour, but they didn't let me bring in outside food except for cupcakes. Mm. So I gave all the kids um, some gift cards to get some food on the way in, but it was such chaos when everybody was coming in. I wasn't really monitoring what people were buying. And so instead of it, like <laughs> here's $10 to get, you know, um, not the best, but something to eat for dinner. It turned into, I just bought $10 worth of candy bars. A hundred percent. That's exactly what I would have done. <laughs> so, and this wasn't a sleepover. Like you handed back these fully sugared children to their parents. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> here you go, take them back. I mean, it was to the point that when we went to do the cupcakes at the very end, some of the kids were like, Mrs. Wilson, do I have to eat this? Cause I'm feeling kind of <laughs> nauseous. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like, no problem. And look, here's your mom. <laughs> Bye. Have a good night. <laughs> oh, Ooh. but overall it was, it, they had so much fun. So amazing. Yeah. And having received one of the cupcakes the following day from my chauffeur from the airport, I will report they were delicious. In Brittany's Uber. Yep. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's why we had some left because the kids were like, I can't eat all this icing. <laughs> that is such like a peak level of sugar to when you cannot eat the cupcake. Yeah. You know, you know, you've taken it, you've taken it like to your limit. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, where I'm driving home and my kids said, Hey mom, do you think we could actually have some real food when we get home? <laughs> I don't think they've ever asked me that ever. <laughs> so thanks for asking and lucky for everyone. Since everyone kept moving around, everyone got some birthday girl time. Oh, good. Phew. I, our listeners were very concerned. I know. I'm sure. 
<laughs> and happy Mother's Day. Hope you had a great Mother's Day yesterday. Oh, thank you. I did. I did. I had a great Mother's Day. They made me breakfast in bed. Um, and they gave me a yes day. Oh, fun. Yeah. So that is a movie right now on Netflix and it's for the kids. So the kids get yes day and we watched that. And so the girls thought it'd be fun if I got a yes day. Um, however, what I found out they thought that meant was that I would want to do all these things like I don't know. Let's go to the skating rink. Let's go. <laughs> let's go get ice cream. Let's go. And really the yes day was just, um, I need you guys to put your clothes away. <laughs> Backfired so intensely on them. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? And are we going to the these- zoo mom? <laughs> I know. Olive's like, I don't understand. This is just like a normal day. Like, aren't <laughs> we doing something fun? It's not normal because you're saying yes. Now go exactly. along. Yeah. Go take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> go brush your hair. Go brush your teeth. Aww. So that was fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So for today's topic, at yeah, hand, what, what are we talking about? Um, I know I'm not in a great headspace for something deep and heady. Um things, you know, continue to be intense everywhere in our lives. So we thought we'd take take a little break from all of that and reflect on some 80s and 90s nonprofit commercials. I love it. This is one of those episodes where Nia plans it and I have no idea. And so I'm in the listener seat along with all of you. So these reactions of mine will be my first reactions. I have no idea. So I've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six commercials for us tell, to enjoy. So tell me nonprofit commercials. When you mm-hmm. say that, I'm like, huh, who does nonprofit commercials? But these are like the kids hungry in Africa commercials or like the dogs. Yeah. Who so are- what I've got are, were pretty popular in the day um, or maybe emblematic of the Do you kinds think I'll of recognize them? A number of them you absolutely will. Have you ever done a commercial for a nonprofit you've worked with? No, have you? Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, hmm. So I was working for a child welfare organization and um, I don't entirely remember how this came together. A lot of it happened before I was there as development director. But I I think it was this kind of confluence of resources like, oh, we had this marketing agency representative on our board and, oh, we had this videographer and, oh, they had connections to the local stations and, oh God, well, we should probably definitely just get a commercial together. And so they did. And the commercial was them talking to um, a sex offender in prison. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. It definitely had a, uh, a stranger danger vibe. Yeah. And it aired locally, like throughout the metro area. And what was the call to action? I, I don't like donate, give us I money. I think so. I think there, I think there's a text to give number and then a, our website with additional resources for parents. Did it work? I don't remember it having much impact. Did you ever see it? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I, I was like involved in the final editing of it and pushing it out. I wrote the press releases that went out about it. It's just so interesting because um, I don't even know how that works nowadays with local commercial. I don't see local commercials cause I don't watch local TV. So that's the other funny thing. And part of what brought me to this topic today, because while staying with my grandparents for three weeks, they watch TV, just like live TV happening right now. And it has commercials. And I forgot how fucking awful commercials are. So awful. But then I was thinking about some of these really funny nonprofit ones that happened. I don't remember how that commercial came together, how it got on our local stations. I don't really remember a lot of that. Um, and I was kind of secondary. Because you've and, repressed it or blocked it out? Yeah, yeah. A good mix of repression <laughs> and denial, probably. <laughs> I, I didn't have anything to do with that. No. I didn't have anything. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to find it. And if I can, I'll include it in the show notes. Um, I'm sure oh it's gosh. on YouTube somewhere. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it, it, it's real creepy too. Like trigger warning for anybody who clicks on that. It's uh, It's legit. Um, but anyway, we mentioned this also in an episode recently of like how older fundraising, um, was less aware of, um, some of our biases, some of the way we talk about the people we work with. And I think these commercials do a great job of showing that as well. Yeah. So victimizing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I will include YouTube links to all of these in the show notes for folks. So if you want to see them, not just hear them, you can do that with us. Without further ado, let's start off with Sally Struthers. Oh, Sally Struthers. (laughs) Here we go. For about 70 cents, you can buy a can of soda, regular or diet. In Ethiopia, for just 70 cents a day, you can feed a child like Jamal nourishing meals. For about 70 cents, you can also buy a cup of coffee. In Guatemala, for 70 cents a day, you can help a child like Vilma get the clothes she needs to attend school. For about 70 cents, you can buy a pack of gum, plain or sugarless. In Central America, For 70 cents a day, you could help a child like Maria, who received an operation to restore her sight. Since 1938, Christian Children's Fund has helped children of many faiths and their communities with food, medical care, clothing, a chance to go to school, or whatever is needed most. Today, so many children around the world still need your help. And through Christian Children's Fund, you can reach out to one of them by sharing Well, just a little of your pocket change. It takes so little for you to become a special friend to a child in a developing country, but boy, the good it can do is worth more than you can imagine. Why don't you call this toll-free number right now to learn more about CCF? As a sponsor, you can exchange photos and letters with your sponsored child. Every letter you get back will show you the growth and progress you've helped make possible. You'll also receive Child World magazine, which explains why your help is needed so urgently. Sponsorship is just $21 a month. That breaks down to 70 cents a day. So why don't you call now? There's truly no obligation, and we'll send you all the information you need so you can make your decision. Please call now. 
With a little of your spare change, you can start to change the life of a child forever. Wow. Lot to say. Um, so many thoughts. Let's start with Sally's hair. I wrote that down. I took notes and <laughs> I have right here her hair. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yep. Mm hmm. So this was from 1987, yes. um, which means you weren't born yet, Nia. Yes, I was. I was born in 85, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> but I remember this commercial. I would have been eight. Oh, my God. You remember it? Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> totally. And you know what's the first thing that kind of, okay, start over. The first thing that caught my attention is why do they have to say a can of soda regular or diet is 70 cents same with the gum and why is it a pack of gum regular or sugarless or like i think he said sugarless which is i don't even thing <laughs> is 70 cents why the detail well, fuck if i know it and why did they need to give us three examples of what 70 cents can buy exactly well and yeah am i gonna sit here and say mm -mm, not my diet coke that that's a dollar a day or i don't know the um, first kid crying that was awful horrific mm -hmm. horrific and i know obviously we all know it's like that shock value that they're going for yep. right mm -hmm. pulling your heartstring but the other thought that went through my head is that we still use we as in like i still see people using mm -hmm. this psychology Yep. Right. I mean, how many times have you heard for a cup of Starbucks, yeah. like your favorite Starbucks every day and trying to, if you just have one less Starbucks and use that money for this. Mm -hmm. So, but it's the imagery. Yeah. Well, and I think some of that works, but like, who's buying a pack of gum every fucking day? Oh, that's yeah. where it breaks down for me. Like then the example doesn't work. <laughs> that's funny. That's true. That's true. And yeah, I, I mean, I think that it, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they, they leave you with a feeling, but yeah. the feeling is not hope. No, even though that was like the final slide was like something about hope. You don't feel it. Also, they do all the things. Apparently they give uniforms, they give food, they cure blindness. And they yeah. do it everywhere. They do it in Africa and Central America. Like they are just all the things to all of the poor, sad people. Well, and I'm thinking too, like, so you get photos and then you can a write letter? to it. Did you did you do that? A pen pal with a poor kid in Guatemala? No, I did not. I don't know. I think I did that. Really? Yeah, I really do. I have to talk to my parents about it. But I mean, these commercials definitely worked on me as a little kid um, and I would do the, um, I'm sure you might get to it, but the like adopt a tiger in Siberia or something like that. I had one of those. Yeah. Um, but the, the logistics involved, did they really do that? Did they really pair people and in... well, it's funny because I, I can think of one of those types of things that I. I did as a child, but it was like a form letter. Like everybody got one from Maria, but you knew you weren't actually like sending to the child directly. Right. 
Side note, $20 in 1987 would be worth $46 a month today. It's a pretty big ask. That's good to know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All right. I'm excited. What's the next one? Okay. Here we go. Sally Struthers. (laughs) These are the eyes of children with cancer. Look past the pain, the fear, the shattered innocence. Look deep and you will find these eyes full of strength and remarkable hope because these are the eyes of the children of St. Jude. Over 30 years ago, my father, Danny Thomas, founded St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to help children stricken with cancer. Today, St. Jude is a world-renowned center for the research and treatment of diseases that kill children. I have leukemia. It was a tumor in my stomach, and it had spread to my liver and my pancreas. By contributing just $16 a month, you can become a St. Jude partner in hope and help provide the treatments these children depend on so desperately to survive. I come here because there's my hospital. You'll help parents travel to St. Jude to be with their children. And most important, you'll be helping to find a cure so that one day cancer will no longer be a threat to any child. It takes everything you have to get well, and that positive attitude is just, you have to have it or you won't get through at all. Won't you please become a St. Jude partner in hope? All it takes is $16 a month. That's just 53 cents a day. As a monthly donor, you'll receive news about the children you'll be helping. Your contribution is tax deductible and so urgently needed. If you'd rather make a one-time contribution, please give as much as you can. You can even charge your gift, but please call now. It's all right to cry because cancer is a scary thing. Look into the eyes of the children of St. Jude. Then look into your heart. Please call now. At St. Jude, no one has ever turned away because they can't afford to pay. Help us keep that promise. You can even charge your gift. Call now, 1-800-441-4040. Oh, my gosh. I'm oh. like, <laughs> as my, my friend always says, my eyes are in a wet spot. <laughs> oh, that, that, that was a heart wrencher. Yeah, it was so fucking sad. <laughs> and they said twice, look into the eyes of the children of St. Jude and you'll see strength and hope. And I didn't. Their eyes looked so sad. They I mean, were crying. I, they were crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> show me strength and hope. I know that they're strong and resilient, but yeah. I didn't see that at all. Can I get real for a sec? So that was late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. We're 30 plus years later. We, we, we don't have a cure. It. We haven't cured it. No, they're still doing those commercials. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting is to see one of their current day commercials. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how that they have changed their messaging. Mm-hmm. But Marlo Thomas, I mean, she she's still doing them. Oh, yeah. I had a hard time finding one of these old ones because all, all of YouTube is like her current ones. Yeah. With Jennifer Aniston and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And St. Jude, not only did they run commercials, but I mean, Kings of direct mail fundraising. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I'm sure I've got St. Jude paper somewhere in my desk. <laughs> I love it. It said nineties. So I bet it was early nineties when that, 
hit and um, the emphasis on charging your gift. I know, twice. Did you know we can accept credit cards? (laughs) You don't have any money? Yes, you do. It's on plastic. (laughs) You can pay for it later. It's like it doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Do you have another one? Oh, girl, I got four more. Oh my gosh. Buckle up. (laughs) Settle in, everyone. (laughs) Okay, before we play this one, do you remember a few episodes ago, maybe even months ago, when I talked about doing a fundraiser as a child, as like a middle schooler, where I couldn't eat for 40 hours? Yes. 40-hour famine? Yes. Well, here's the organization behind it. (laughs) Oh, here we go. After the fall of Ceausescu... The world got to see what had been going on in Romania and just row upon row of abandoned children and no one to care for them. World Vision um, gave a lot of assistance. We brought in people like speech therapists and volunteers who would just work with the children, hold them, uh, just cuddle them, which was something that was missing. April 6th is the fatal day in 1994 in the history of Rwanda. And watching just so many people killed. There were a million people Uh, killed in about six ah. weeks period of time. And they were killed largely with machetes and clubs. As a humanitarian organization, World Vision's directive uh, is to go to those dangerous places and go where people are suffering. But as Christians, we're called to do more. We're we're called to not just treat the effects of poverty and and conflict, but to um, seek solutions at the root and to advocate for change and to be a voice for the voiceless and also to bring reconciliation and healing where we can. Uh, That was horrific. Yeah. Did you not watch that? I, I haven't watched all of them all the way through, which I'm now realizing was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those of you not in the Zoom with us right now can't see that we just saw a pile of, of dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. So uh, like a starker tone to it. I noticed there's no music. No music. So mm-hmm. there's not that you know, kind of gentleness happening behind. It's just like, we're going to show you um, horrible picture after horrible picture after horrible picture. Mm-hmm. The flies around the children. Oh, I know. The, awful. the kids in the orphanages and cribs. And it's really, really sad. And also their whole message of like, we come in after conflict and we fix it and we work on reconciliation, like colonialism much. Right. Because yep. every person that they show as part of the organization is white. Right. Exactly. And all the people they serve are black and brown. Yes. That's World Vision, folks. <laughs> we don't often mention names, but today we do. <laughs> <laughs> Putting them on blast. Are they still around? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Again, so this is what we should do. We should maybe do like a uh follow up and see kind of what their current advertising is because i'm just so no come on i think it'd be so interesting to see if it's evolved or not okay we'll call this part one and then we'll do another episode part two with the now commercials great okay the next one is a bit of departure because it's a radio ad oh okay you ready i'm ready 
kids. Donate your car today. 1877 Cars for Kids. K A R S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. 1877 Cars for Kids. K A R S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. They're genius because I guarantee you, I will be singing that song in my head for the rest of the day. Have you ever worked with Cars for Kids? Um, no, I've worked for Cars for Charity, but not Cars for Kids. Uh, it's it's still got the same vibe. Same, same, but different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was upbeat. I thought it was catchy. Um, I thought nobody could see the logo, but it was like of a kid with a fishing pole in a car. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, because you're not actually giving a car to a kid. Right. Right. Um, but what I'm most interested about (laughs) is where I'm going on vacation. What are the vacation vouchers? (laughs) Three nights and two days. Where is it? Where do you think it is? Is it in like, um, uh, Terre Haute, Indiana? (laughs) I'm sure it's specific to the local radio station. So that was the generic one. And then they add in the location for whatever local radio station you're calling or you're listening to. I mean, that makes sense. I thought it was just going to be like spontaneous. (laughs) (laughs) We got one from Paducah, Kentucky. (laughs) Uh, They definitely got the repetition message. Yes. You know, you got to say it seven times. It was about seven times. Um, I do feel like the tempo could have been a bit faster. Well, I love that they spelled it out because that could have been confusing. But now we know it's cars with a K. Cars with a K. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think it works. Well, I can tell you it definitely does work because I've worked with boards before. And during like fundraising things, they'll say like, is cars for kids still a thing? Mm-hmm. And it is, it is <laughs> good for them. Uh, okay. Are you ready for the one you've been waiting for? Is it the Siberian tigers? No, but you'll know it. Oh gosh. I can't wait. <gasps> this one kills me. Already crying. Ugh. seeing pictures of sad puppies right now I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Please say you'll be the answer for an innocent animal who's suffering right now. An animal who needs your help. 
please call the number on your screen or go online and join the BCSPCA with a monthly gift right now. For just $18 a month, you'll rescue animals from their abusers, provide medical care, food, shelter, and love. Call or join online in the next 30 minutes and we'll send you the photo of an animal in the shelter and this beautiful tote bag, free. This is your chance to say, I won't sit by while an animal suffers. call or go online right now oh oh my gosh i i'm so sad <laughs> i'm also thinking about how my daughters love to watch youtube videos of people watching videos uh-huh and how that's how i feel like we are right now <laughs> should probably um if you say release That's, the video, good yes, dad. We, sh we should right. probably release this video so people can see our reactions to <laughs> those commercials. Um, first of all, I don't know if their messaging has changed much. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I saw one like one of them not too long ago yeah. and is equally as depressing and sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what they do, right? I mean, they help abuse animals. Second of all, Sarah fucking McLaughlin. You're not, she makes it. Her yeah. voice, I mean, just being a, a child of the 90s, like knowing her music and what that already evokes in me. And then having that tied to these pictures of sad, suffering animals. So that's what I thought is, you know, that like the first thing that comes across the screen is it, um, I forget what it said, but it had the word suffer alone and terrified. In yeah. It. They get you. They get they you. Just fucking get you. I know. So she also, like that was the one for BC, British Columbia and Canada, but she also did the one for ASPCA, which has the, um, the arms of the angel song on it. Oh gosh. I, get yes. I couldn't handle Kills that crying on a Monday morning. Mm -mm, can't do it. Take, take all my money, take mm -hmm. all my money. And that's what I think is one of the big, um, one of the big takeaways that we talk about a lot is that, I mean, this shit kind of works. I know it that emotional works. swell, like, it causes action. And I think that where we're trying to kind of change that narrative uh, we as in bigger, obviously, than you and me, but we're um, advocates for that. It's hard because people push back and they say, well, why? Because yeah. it works. It works. Showing sad, injured puppies works. Right. Funny side note. Did you so know the ASPCA you is one of the oldest nonprofits in America and was around before any child welfare organization ever existed? Uh, did not, but does not surprise me. Yeah, fun fact. Because we all know that if you want to raise the money, 
put some puppies and kittens in there. Yep. Yep. That'll pull at people's heartstrings over over kids and babies anytime. I find it so fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a close second. They're a close second. For <laughs> sure, for sure. Yeah, human children. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have one last one, right? One more. And this is probably the cringiest slash weirdest of them all. Oh God. So, just, just buckle up. Don't worry. It's only like 50 seconds. Truth is where you find it. Get up and go. Excuse me, but I'm singing in one key and you're singing in another. Dr. King, Malcolm X, freedom of speech is as good as sex. Abe Lincoln, Jefferson, Tom, they didn't need the atomic bomb. We need beauty, we need art, we need government. Get in rhythm. Don't give up your freedom of speech. How did the people is in our region? Don't just sit there, let's get to it. Speak your mind, there's nothing to it. Vote. And if you don't vote, you're going to get a spanky. Cut. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I really wish everybody could have just seen what we saw. That is the I'm official uncom- very first Rock the Vote PSA ever. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm also <laughs> kind of jazzed. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of a mixed emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. There's a lot to feel. So that was Madonna for mm-hmm. those that didn't get a chance to see it. And um, she's standing with two presumably men. Uh, mm-hmm. And they are wearing really tight short jean shorts with white tank tops and combat boots and then she is wearing a red bikini and covered in around her shoulders the american flag i i feel like it was a good attempt at patriotism (laughs) and i appreciate what they were doing there because rock the vote was created because um like 18 to 25 year olds were not voting and so Rock the Vote was like, how do we make this fun? How do we make it sexy? And Madonna in a bikini and American flag, that's sexy. <laughs> well, and she was really, you know how she went through that phase where she was um, really trying to, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. She was pulling in the Marilyn Monroe vibe and yeah, yeah. she had that there. For sure. Um but the casualness of how she just had the American flag draped around her. And then at the end where she opens it up and she's just got this red bikini on. Uh, that was really funny. I'm proud of the nineties actually. Uh, oh, okay. That's a big statement. Are you going to say more about that? Well, I'm just saying, I thought it was really bold. And I think that if you had something like that on the TV, now people would take issue with it. And so the fact that this was 30 years ago. Here's where maybe we should also pull up like how it aired. Cause my, my image is this was like MTV at 11 o'clock at night. Oh yeah. So it's not mainstream. I, well, I don't know. I prime can't time. Im- it's not prime time. I can't imagine sitting down to watch America's Funniest Home Videos with my family on Sunday nights and that coming on. <laughs> it would not have been okay. 
<laughs> but you know what? Only Madonna could have gotten away with it. <laughs> so true. So true. I wonder if it worked. I mean, they're still going. Rock the Vote is still true. a nonprofit. They are still out there doing their thing, but now they've got live concerts and all kinds of stuff. And we've seen uh, voter engagement increase in that age demographic. So they're doing something right. Well, I thought it was interesting too that it wasn't polished. Yeah. So they're kind of, you know, there's some bloopers and jokes and there's no music behind it. It's just them singing off key or off tempo. And that's part of it, right? It's like you're seeing behind the scenes and mm -hmm. you're an insider with Madonna as she sings about voting. <laughs> I feel closer to her. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I, and I think that is what the commercial is trying to do. Make you feel like you are in Madonna's bedroom with her right in that moment. It was very clear who their target audience <laughs> was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not your parents, not my parents. No, no. A and not me at five years old. Wow. Truth. Truth. <laughs> oh, those are so good. Well, I can't wait until we can look and see um, what current advertising they're doing. Cause I think all of them are still around. I think so too. So maybe there's some tie there run commercials, stick around for 30 years. So what commercials do you remember? What stands out for you either from the past or even current ones? I think it would be great to take a look at some current ones, not just from these organizations, but from others. Um, we want to hear from you. Email us, nonprofitreframe at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll definitely be sharing these um, these links out on our Facebook account and some other fun content along with this episode. So follow us at Nonprofit Reframe. And if you have any money left after listening to those, because I don't, I'm just going to give it all to the children and the babies and the animals. Uh, support your local nonprofits. Give and give generously. Thanks, folks. We would like to thank our sponsors. Mission Launch is a Colorado-based nonprofit consulting firm focusing on fundraising and board governance. You can learn more at missionlaunchco.com. And Jake Walker Music, who provides our theme music. You can find him at jakewalkermusic.org. Thank you so much.